If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. And sponsored by SmashingPennies.net. Get 10% off your order with code Geocache Talk Network. They are perfect to put in a geocache. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right-in-the-rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cash maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Hello, and welcome to Challenge Talk, part of the Geocache Talk Network. You can watch the show live on the second Tuesday of every month. Feel free to jump over to YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter to watch the broadcast live and join the wonderful and active chat room, or listen to the entire show later on your favorite podcast player. In this episode, we're going to talk about favorites. Yes, that's the Canadian British version. <laughs> We're going to go around the globe. So I wanted to use the international spelling rather than that crummy U.S. one. We're going to visit some of the challenge caches that have been worthy of favorite points. We also have prizes to give away each show to our listeners. Between each show, be sure to enter your challenge cache finds to challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com and you could be a winner. Later on in the show, we'll also play our special game exclusively for the live audience, the Wheel of Challenges. So listen live, get your email app ready, and follow the instructions when the time comes so you can have a chance at winning tonight's grand prize. And at the end of the show, we'll highlight some of the challenge caches you've found and someone will win our, month, our coveted monthly giveaway. We are your hosts, Emily and Tim. How has your month been, Tim? Or your, I should say your past six weeks. It's been since October 1st since we've been on the show. I know. This change was really hard to get because I was used to starting on the 1st and ending on the 31st because we were coming <laughs> up with that. And now it's like, okay, we're mid-month. But yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty cool six weeks. Um, I was not able to talk the Pizza Ninja in hitting the Pizza Trail with me, but I did. Uh, hit, I hit the Seneca County Pizza Trail. Good. Took a couple days down in Ohio. I got to meet the uh, the deadliest cashers down there and uh, Purple Hawks. I met met the two of them, and we had a great time grabbing some caches and completing the pizza trail. So I have my shirt, which I Very forgot fun. to wear tonight. And then Is it I as did yummy as the donut trail. I never did the donut trail, so I can't speak to that. 
But oh. <laughs> yes, in a lot of the same ways, you have to patronize pizza shops. And I did a variety of pizzas. Some were good, some were not. I did a fair amount of dessert pizza and specialty kind of pizza. Right. So it was it was a lot of Very diversity fun. to it. So uh, uh, and how pizza ninja says hopefully you left him some pizza trail leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I asked uh, the deadliest cashers if she was going to take some back for him because I know they don't live too far away. And she said, no, he was uh -huh. on his own. So, <laughs> so we'll see. Good luck, John. Uh, so, yeah, you're on your own. And uh, yeah, Nils wanted to know how many pizzas I ate. I think, well, one of the things that I did because it was chilly enough is I ate a couple pieces while it was hot and live. And then I threw the blocks on the floorboard of the car. And so for the, the next four days, I had different pizzas and different slices for breakfast wow. and, and dinner. And <laughs> I didn't eat pizza for another week, but uh, <laughs> Very yeah. fun. so, but it was a fun trail and uh, the caches I can say are exceptional on the trail. So if anybody's interested, highly recommend. Awesome. And then I did something quite unusual. Um, maybe right. not for the average cashier, but something unusual for me. There was an at, or there is an attribute in Wisconsin that is extremely unusual, and it's a six-hour drive for me. Mm -hmm. So I talked to another geocaching buddy who happens to be a pilot, and said, "What do you think about flying over for this cache?" And he found out what it was and said, yeah, I'm in, but here's what it'll cost. What if, <laughs> what if we drive, which cost a little bit less? And I said, well, driving would be two days, whereas I was hoping flying would be just fly over, grab it and get back. So because of the cost, he talked me into driving. So we got a third person with us. So I follow roads, Geo Narrows, and I loaded up the car and we made it to the, um, over the, oh, the name of the cash just went away, but it is the cacti attribute. Yeah. So it is a very special attribute. Doesn't show up anywhere except my geocaching profile. But I got but still, but this still. is the group that understands why yes. you planned this trip. It's on my to-do <laughs> list too. Congratulations for making it happen. <laughs> yeah. Very and then over the weekend, we went to Georgia for uh, a little geo trip. I was supposed to see Poan. I was supposed to get out to Marooned. Oh, Didn't do either of those, but I did get Lake Lanier and I good. got the Tour of Stone Mountain. So Very I am now good. two caches away from a double jasmine. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, and, and how about you? Did you have, I mean, you had six weeks of lots of fun, right? I had six weeks of must have done other stuff than, than <laughs> geocaching because it doesn't feel like much. I went to a few, two events, one of them being a GIF event that I hosted on Saturday. I think a lot of people got to go to a GIF event in the first weekend. And um, so let us know if you went to one, what your favorite um, movie was. We won't talk too much about that, but I really enjoy how GIF is just our hobby's special time to sit together, laugh together, 
get this stuff that these films are made about. And I loved it. It was very, very fun. I like that last one from Germany where they, um, the first to find? No, uh, second to find. That was, that was sweet. <laughs> but it embodied what we do. You know, yes. we watch the films. Sometimes we go. So, yeah, I have a GIF event on Friday night. And uh, the happy Hodeg said she's heading to one tomorrow night. Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So lots yep, of give events. So yeah, they're still happening through the nineteenth. So a lot of a lot of more chances to uh, catch that gif and and enjoy it. But is that it? Six weeks and a gif. <laughs> a gif and a, another gathering event. I I did participate, <laughs> um, kind of as a expert speaker at that other event. There's a Oregon cashier who's inviting people to speak, and then he's recording um, recording the events so that he can use them in some way in the future. So it happened to be near Halloween, so it was kind of like a spooky hides theme. And then at the end, uh, he he has so many materials. He brought them out for people to make their own spooky hides. So that was kind of a fun maker type event. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so... I'm recorded out there some somewhere for some purpose. We'll see what, how that ever surfaces. Hope it's good. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> we'll cross our fingers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some news. Mm -hmm. So ready to jump into that? Ready for news. All right. Wouldn't it be cool if you could have the opportunity to get two mega events in one week? Yes. <laughs> There is an event. Um, it's not a mega event today. Let me share my screen, and I should have had this ready and didn't. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, here's the event. So let me share this and bring it up on the screen. So this event is called the GeoLeap to 2024. And as we know, next year is a very special year. And it could possibly be even more special. This is on Thursday. Kind of a tough day to have a, a mega event. Mm -hmm. But if it could become a mega event, then Saturday is the Alabama mega event okay and alabama is not too far away from texas <laughs> so you could get two mega events now let's see as of tonight there's 111 will attend so it's got a long way to go i don't know if it's going to make it but, but uh, you never know the only other mega event happening on the that i'm aware of right now on the 29th of february is in australia and I did so check this on plane be tickets. More accessible for others. You did. <laughs> the plane ticket was two thousand dollars to get to Australia. So, and I couldn't go for just one day. I yeah, would have had no. to go for you know a month or so. Make that I, trip I, worth it, right? I got so many geocaching friends to visit in Australia. I have to go yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So that's one of the first pieces we have in news. And, and that's a good point where anyone listening, if you haven't found a cache at minimum or done all the other possibilities you could do on a leap day, caching wise, 2024 is your year. 
for four years pause after that you know if you are aiming to make something statistical happen make your plans now that's right now speaking of statistics i know it's been talked about a little bit but this is our first show since it came out mm -hmm. the adventures application at least on yeah, the phone so has got some new statistics yeah and Wouldn't they're pretty fun they are i like yeah. it i've already been thinking about how to make a challenge around it no doubt <laughs> and i and, yeah well and I, and I know that jesse and uh and gary talked about it uh in one of the sunday shows like six weeks ago <laughs> and i reached out to one of my cash challenge builder buddies and said hey is this doable and he unfortunately said not today because the api crossover does not bring the adventures that level of detail yet so a challenge checker cannot be built with Correct. adventure lab data not not the statistical data that the new the new statistical the new data. display okay. is showing mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. you can like we did for cash fist memphis you can include the number of adventure locations found in a challenge but to try to say have you found um have you found a particular uh style of adventure lab and I just got a note in the chat room that Hollis Bidalis has no idea what we're talking about. All right. Well, All right. I have my Adventure Lab yeah. app open. I don't, yeah, it's not going to work to yeah. show you guys. But when you go to your profile, you can also look at a, t a tab called statistics or a section called statistics. So it's going to show you how many completed adventures you have, how many in progress, and how many you own. And then you've got themes. And so it lists out every theme that is possible that an owner could um, attach to an adventure. I think you can attach up to three themes as an owner. Okay. Yep. And it'll show you how many adventure labs you've completed with that checked theme. And so that could be a personal challenge, you know, oh, look, I have not completed a cash in the spooky theme. So I'm going to try to find one of those. So even though we can't build an official checker around this data, you could still do some personal challenges to yourself to fill in, make any zeros into a number. Okay. Right. So, so knowing, so I, I made the assumption and said, okay, let's assume that a challenge checker could be built. Is this something that we could build a, a challenge around? Mm-hmm. So I reached out to one of our reviewer friends that we've had recently on the show and said, okay, let's assume this, can I do it? And the response I got back was no, not yet. Again, not yet. everything's <laughs> kind of in limbo. The guidelines do not allow for adventures to be included in challenges. So by default, the root reviewer stance is, since it's not explicitly a yes, it's a no. So once the API data goes across, 
and a checker can be built, then we'll have to see if HQ updates the guidelines mm -hmm. or that first person that does a challenge for it is probably going to have to go through the review process and mm -hmm. say, let the, let the reviewer say no. And the, and, and you take that and appeal it to HQ and say, here's the, here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to, you know, uh, I can envision find, uh, completing more than 500 adventures or completing more than 50 adventures mm -hmm. as, right. a, as a challenge thing. And so um, right now, can't do that, but I can see it coming. That's very exciting. That's a cool, cool take on, man, if they build it, we will come and we're going to come and we're going to make things out of it and they shouldn't be surprised, right? Correct. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Thanks for looking into that for us and uh, getting our wheels turning. Yep. We so we'll see what forward. happens. I mean, I know that the the Adventures product is is a work in development and it's it's on a rather fast track, high priority at HQ. So we'll see what comes. Yeah. Great. Maybe we'll ask Brian. Um, Brian's going to be near or with us soon. Maybe Very soon. Good him. segue, Tim. We definitely want to remind you all about our upcoming podcast of hope. Um, our eight hour fundraising benefit for St. Jude. It's going to be eight hours straight of podcasting from the Geocache Talk Network. You can see the uh, schedule here. We have it on our social media channels. You'll be hearing about it from us a lot. So make sure you set your calendar December 2nd, um, 4 p.m. to midnight central. You can convert that to your time zone and join us. Um, we'll I'll gladly accept your donations for St. Jude. We're going to have prizes for people who donate. And so we just really invite you to be a part of this awesome, awesome um, opportunity that we have together as a group, as a community to support St. Jude. Yeah. Podcast of Hope. I mean, it, 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 I heard it on the Sunday show. I mean, it's, it is a fundraising thing that we want to do um, as a community. Um, you know, and, and HQ themselves doesn't get into the charity business. They don't get into supporting one cause versus another. So this really is the Geocache Talk Network mm -hmm. that we've adopted this group. And every penny helps. Yeah. But it, you know, doesn't matter how big or how small the donation is. Every donation is important to help these kids. Yeah. So and and this is our way to do it. Yeah, and we set our goal every year. Every year we've uh, met our goals. We try to keep going a little higher and, you know, we appreciate everything that you guys um, might contribute. And whether it's with a donation straight for Podcast of Hope or your collected coins for kids or a combination. Yep, we appreciate it all. All right. So we'll look forward to seeing everybody on December 2nd. And then we'll be on December 9th. <laughs> We'll do the recap. Good question. I don't know, Tim. That's at the bottom of my notes. <laughs> we'll tell you then. The the <laughs> Second Tuesday of December. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, update some numbers for this month um, because it is kind of important. We talk about where challenges are. 
This month mm -hmm. I found that, and, and I'm, I'm going to still try to pull my data as the, as of the end of the month rather than okay, getting into the six week cycle. So this is as of um, October 31st, there are 38,318 active challenge caches worldwide. And that's an increase of 381 over last month. Great. The leaders are still the same. Uh, the U.S. is now at 16,108. I think Michigan added that 108 this month. We've been going challenge crazy. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the last last couple of months. So, uh, so that's where we are on those. Germany, Canada, Norway, France are the top five. And, you know, for tonight's show, I had this idea that, you know, favorite points are a way to designate a cache as something you should find. It's it's your indication to somebody else more than just a log to say this cache is worth finding. Mm -hmm. What are the what is the challenge uh, 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 landscape look like? And so I took the top five countries. And did my, my standard challenge search, and then I sorted by favorite points. Sure. And again, all of these will be in the show notes when we're done. But the distribution of favorite points was almost as interesting as the geocaches themselves. So for tonight's show, we thought we would run through why some of the reasons these are getting the favorite points that they do, how many favorite points do they have? And maybe these will provide some incentive to you to create a challenge in your area. Because again, the sincerest form of flattery is definitely plagiarism. So <laughs> right, right. Go ahead and steal these ideas. I know that I need, I've told you uh, very lately that I need inspiration. I'm not very good at creating something from nothing. So when I get inspired, then I can take an idea and run with it. So hopefully you guys can use these these ideas too. And if these are highly favorited, what what's the catch? What made this one so interesting to be favorited. All right. So we're going to start with the United States. And interestingly enough, the first cache at the top of the board with 383 favorite points is the NASCAR Challenge Cache in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Now, for this cache, you have to find. Um, caches that correspond to NASCAR race car numbers. And it has to be in the GC code. You can only use a GC code once. And as of date of this, it shows who the cars are and who the race car drivers are. If you're a big NASCAR fan, then this means something to you. Some <laughs> of these names I know, some of them I've never heard of before. And then they do offer an example that for car number 38, they use GC1TA38 as NASCAR parking only. So it's not a very difficult challenge. It's only a 10 on the difficulty score. 
Oh, it is one. It is one that I found and solved. This is very near um, Midwest Geobash. Okay. So it gets visited a lot. It is a front porch cache. Okay. And it's it's a bench that's like two foot by four foot that open the top opens up. And inside are various containers for trackables and swag and um, uh, path tags and such. So I think that's one of the reasons it's gotten the favorite points that it does because it's so near a mega event. Yeah. So we got a yeah combination, the location, the theme that probably a lot of people enjoy the almost simplicity of it. You have to do some book bookkeeping. So this is an older challenge, right? This is, this one was in 2000 or 2010. Yeah. So it is technically a bookkeeping, but it does have a checker. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not a straight, I don't, you're right. I don't know that, the, no, in fact, I know this challenge could not be published today right. because it goes into the GC code, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that historically it can't have a checker, but right. it was, it used to be a bookkeeping. I think when I did it, it was a bookkeeping challenge. So, cause I found it back in 2017. Hollis Dulles says, I found it at Bash this year and happened to meet the CEO as they came home. Great experience. Mm. So good. Glad you had a good experience cool. there. Yeah, they were not there when I went there. So the house was the house was dark, but I went early in the morning. So um, that could have been a thing for them. So our second challenge in the U.S. is... Another one that's near and dear to a lot of people and a lot of people in the Geocache Talk Network. Mm-hmm. And that is, oh, come on, don't hope <laughs> me know. It is the Texas County Challenge. Yes, um, I think even a lot of people are familiar, even if this isn't even on their radar to do. Yeah. Now, a friend of mine and a friend of the show, I think you know Keizu Otters. Mm-hmm. Uh, We were at lunch together today, and he said he just got back from a two-week trip to Texas where they did all 254 counties in 12 and a half days. And I was like, (laughs) really? You finished the challenge? And he was like, yeah. They got like two caches in every county. Uh, They had a couple DNFs. Uh, They only replaced logs. They didn't replace any cache that was missing. They DNFed a few. And but they completed the entire challenge. So now they've got to come back at the Texas challenge and sign the log, <laughs> get their shirts and wherever they are in the line. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's number two. And if you look at the difference, 194 favorite points for that. Now yeah, so a very well loved, well sought after challenge with I mean, that's nothing to to um dismiss, but yeah, a, a big difference in favorite points. Well, and the thing of it is, you can't put a favorite point on a cache until you claim the find. You can't claim the find until you've got all 254 counties. Okay. So this one I, suffers I a little bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Now, the NASCAR challenge, again, it's the same way that you can't sign, you can't favorite point until you claim it. But that's it's got so many more because it is a much easier challenge right respectively so yeah the texas challenge what what does the texas challenge um 
checker have as a difficulty? Uh, that's a great question. Is there no checker? <laughs> well, I got to scroll through all of the people that have won. Oh, they list the people. That's very nice. Yeah, they list the people where they are. They're up to 339 as of October 7th, which means, yeah, Kezu Otter is not in there. So he's got to be in the 340 to 350 somewhere. Um, there is no checker. I do have, uh, there we go. Come on, bring it up. Cash tour. No, not showing on the meter. All right. That's okay. No. Just a curious. No. Yep. I was too. Okay. So now that we've talked about the United States, it's time mm -hmm. to move internationally. And I found this next one to be very, very interesting. And it took me a while to figure it out. Okay, so you're gonna, we're gonna go to Germany. Version. All right. <laughs> and, and I guess I'm gonna let, um, I'm gonna let Google transfer uh translate this for me so i do it so this is all about equality builders challenge this has 707 favorite points wow and it's a 2014 cash so it's not even as old as the two we've talked about mm -hmm. here you have you can you there's two ways to claim this cash. One of them is as a builder and the other one as is a seeker. Okay. So you can claim this challenge as a seeker by accumulating 32,000 favorite points with using no more than 20 caches to do it. Oh. So doing doing the not so quick math, you got to have a lot of favorite points per cache in order to get there. You need 1,600 favorite points mm -hmm. per cache in order to be <laughs> a finder to claim this. And I could be wrong, but I feel like they have an advantage because so many of us know that so many of their amazing caches are full of favorite points. So maybe they don't have it in the bag right there in their backyard, but they have a good start. Yeah, they do. And I would agree with that. And I, I think the, the community in Germany is much more forthcoming with their favorite points than the U.S. is. So I know I've started to be more generous with my favorite points. I still have over 400 to give out. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's it's like I'm giving them away left and right, and I can't get that number below 400 because I keep going out and searching for more. Because you keep finding more. <laughs> yeah, I keep finding enough. Now, the other side of this challenge is if you're a builder, and I brought it, I scrolled down on the screen now, you can see that the builders have their own. So if you're a builder and you've built a quality cache, which means you've got um, 
Okay, if you're the owner of a cache that has received at least 25 favorite points, or you own three caches that have at least 10 favorite points, you are a bronze quality builder. And you can sign this challenge. And it goes silver and gold all the way to platinum, or diamond rather. And I thought diamond was interesting because... If you're an owner of a cache that has at least 500 favorite points or your 10 top caches have relieved, re, received at least 500. So a minimum of 50 per times 10. And you can put a little badge on your profile. That's very fun. I like that. I, I thought this, I, I really did. When I saw this one, it, it was like hands down. Yep, this is one of the favorite. I wonder how I can do this in the United States. Yeah. But trying to get up to 32,000 favorite points in the States will be hard in 2010. Sure. And you can and, always modify it in some way. And I, I ran my name through the checker as you were talking. And I do qualify for the 32,000 favorite points. And oh, nice. And looking at it, you know, the, the three locationless caches have a lot of favorite points. One of them is 6,387, 1,560, and one is 3,590. And then Headquarters and Mingo and some of the yeah. other old ones. Um, so if you have been caching to find old caches or amazing caches that some of us trek to specifically to find it, 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 you could be qualified for that. But what I think I also noticed in this cache, what's neat is this highest favorited challenge in Germany is all about favorites. So yes, is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that one too. And so, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it was, a, it was an interesting way to do it. And so the next one on the list is also in that same category. It's a favorite cash um, in Germany. This one, I don't know that needs as much translation. There are 16 states, territories, uh, counties, within Germany. And this challenge is to acquire all of them within a single 24 hour period. Oh, fun. Yeah. Now I've never been to Germany. I'm not exactly sure how difficult this is, but it doesn't sound easy because it's a five, four was hidden in 2011. So again, it's a pre moratorium. Um, but it says between zero and 24 clock, travel to all 16 states in Germany and seek and find a cache. I can see why that has a lot of favorite points. I suspect it's because it's a doable thing. It could be hard, but it's doable. Um, get a group together, have a fabulous road trip, and you're just going to have a lot of fun. And that's just going to lend itself to handing out a favorite point. So I get right. this one for sure. And, it, and isn't that what we do as geocachers? You yes. Know, <laughs> places we go, the things we see and the people we meet. So mm -hmm. get the car together and go for 24 hours. Fun. 
I want to do it. <laughs> I know. I want to visit Germany someday. Yeah, it's on the list sure. mm -hmm. someday. All right, let's move a little closer to home. We will go to Canada next because they're the number three, number three uh, by number of caches in the world. And, and now I think we're going to see something that's very interesting. All right. Because here's a cache that was placed in 2013. It is called 365 Shades of Geocaching, but it's only got 75 favorite points. And this is the top favorited challenge in Canada. Correct. Correct. So, and again, for those stat junkies, the way I did this um, after I corrected my error, uh, because <laughs> when you default search uh, for a cache, it, it defaults by excluding the ones you found. And so when I ran the checker the first time, the NASCAR challenge didn't come up because I'd already found it. And we were trying to scratch our head, you know, podcaster. Why did that come up on the list? Yeah, yeah why is it on the list? And podcaster did their the, the top 1,000 caches in the yeah. United States. And this is on there. And I'm like, why didn't it come up here? Oh, that's why. So <laughs> I went back. The person searching had found it. <laughs> yes. So, but only 75 Favorite points. Come on, Canada, give out some favorite points. <laughs> well, as we've talked in the past, Canada is in some areas very blessed with challenge caches. Maybe maybe they have some pretty high standards. I don't know. Maybe. Now, this one is uh, 365 days of just just your calendar. So pretty basic so, challenge. So it's a it is a pretty basic challenge. Um, I was trying to verify, scroll down to the calendar, either says you found a geocache or attended an event on every day of the year or that you still need to fill it. Yep. So this is just a date found. And because of the guidelines, um, it was updated to be only 365 as opposed to 366, which you could get this year, next year, 2024. So a good, a good challenge, but this is a good... I don't know. Do we call it a beginner challenge with a, I mean, it's a, it's a difficulty five. And I, I guess when you're starting out, it could be hard, but you know, it's a pretty simple concept to grasp. It doesn't take a, um, you don't have to be neck deep into statistics to do it. So yeah, I would, I would call it a pretty, pretty much a beginner challenge. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then along the lines, the second one, second highest favorite in in Canada, obviously has less than seven, 75 favorite points, um, but it's a souvenir challenge and mm -hmm. everybody loves collecting digital souvenirs. I know I yep. do. I and do here you only need to find 50. Oh, easy. And and this one does have the checker. So you can see it's a 19 on the scale. So mm -hmm. where, where one is very easy, 100 is very difficult. Um, a lot of people in a lot of countries qualify for this challenge. So, yeah. yeah, that was interesting. Okay, moving over to Norway. Norway moves up a little bit with this number 17. This is one of our, um, was on the the list we did a couple months ago for uh, uh, Power Trail. Okay. Kind of, kind of challenge. So this is a this is another geo bingo oriented challenge, and I know mm -hmm. we've seen a couple of these around. 
that here you need to just complete a bingo line. But things like find at least one cache with a large abroad. So not in Norway. Mm -hmm. That can be challenging for some. Uh, attend at least three events abroad. Find at least one cache in the Eastern Hemisphere. So it's a fun challenge. Yeah. And it's got 108 favorite points. And I don't remember how many finds it had. Uh, 356 um, okay. smileys on it. So it could have a lot more favorite points. <laughs> Norwegians must be a little stingy with their favorite maybe, points. Maybe, well. maybe. And we know that not everybody's into favorite points. There's people out there with all of their favorite points still in their pocket because um, it's just not their style. Right. All right. Working on down the list. Here's another one, another challenge. Uh, I forgot what this one was. And I don't read Norwegian. <laughs> you don't. This one moves up to be 67. Okay. I put it in my notes. Okay, so yeah, this is to find at least one cache in all 22 municipalities of Akershus County in Oz near Oslo. Okay, so this is uh this is fine. This is kind of a county. Mm -hmm. Or like the one that's in Maine. The Massachusetts. The town, yeah, Massachusetts one. Mm -hmm. Yep. So visit the municipalities, find the 22, and then sign the cash. So this one has 95 favorite points. Right. And again, a pre-moratorium, 2013 cash. Um, a lot of them a little bit older in this. Uh, France rounds out our top five. And this one is, again, on a challenge trail. And this one is, again, an easier one, an 18 challenge. Okay. That uh, finding 25 caches that have the teamwork required attribute. Oh, fun. Yeah. So this, this would be an easier challenge, more of a basic challenge. But, again, you've got to search for the teamwork attribute. Yeah, you have to be strategic. Yeah, and I don't know how many of these are located, you know, in France nearby. So, yeah, I would say perhaps plenty enough for the rating, the difficulty rating to be that low of an 18 out of 100. Right. But now this one has 133 favorite points and 239 finders. All right. So when you take a look at, I guess, the, the Wilson score there. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty high. Yeah. So, you know, roughly 50% of people finding this cache think it's favorite worthy. And, uh, and that's a good thing. So mm -hmm. the French like to give out some favorite points. <laughs> Finally is another cache on that same trail. And uh, it's a large size cache, which I thought was interesting for a challenge. And again, it's on the 41 challenge trail. This one is a, a double kind of set. You have to find 15 caches that are on the negative side, no dogs, mm -hmm. and um, four caches with the no teamwork required. Interesting. Yeah. So this is a non-challenge. And so not even, I mean, there could be a theme there with no teamwork and no dogs. Um, 
maybe an implied solo, <laughs> get out there solo. But yeah. uh, so even without a theme, it's one of their most favorited challenges. And this one's only been logged 224 times with 133, same amount of challenges. Now, it probably benefits from being on the same trail. Mm -hmm. But um, here in the United States, a lot of times when we do a power trail, you award a favorite point to the beginning or the end, and right. you don't favorite the middle ones. I've done a couple power trails where I did give out a lot of favorite points to every cache along the trail simply because the puzzle was cool or the container was cool or I just needed to dump some favorite points. <laughs> and so, so that was kind of interesting. So then, so that's the world of geocaching and favorite points. So as you can see, there's a lot of diversity in the kinds of challenge. I also did it for the United States. Yeah. I took the top 10 and let me, I now I got to switch screens, which I'm kind of slow at. That's all right. And this isn't top 10 challenges in the United States, favorite challenges. It's the top 10 states and their most favorite challenge, right? Is that how you did that? Correct. That's how okay. I did this one. Yes. Um, there we go. It's this window that I want to share. So you are you are absolutely correct. So when I look at the United States and by um, the challenges per state, and then I ranked the states, these are the top 10. So what you'll see in this is that Ohio doesn't make the list. Right, with that NASCAR challenge. NASCAR challenge makes the top challenges in the mm -hmm. United States, but not by the top 10 states. <laughs> wow. <Confused yet? laughs> now, I'm, now I'm getting confused. <laughs> so no, California has more challenges than any other state in the union. And the Jasmine Challenge is their top favorite mm -hmm. at 122 favorites points. So you can see it doesn't, it crosses over in that, what are we talking about category? <laughs> Need some more favorite points. But obviously this is the original. This one came from 2008. This is the original Jasmine Challenge. Right this, is, right. this is the one that started it all. And we will see some more of these. Number two is Texas. And of course, we've already talked about the Texas County Challenge mm -hmm. being the number one there, the number two in the United States. So we can skip them a little bit and then go to Florida. And I thought this one was kind of interesting. Again, a 2006 challenge. 157 favorite points. This is to find a cache in all 22 southern Florida counties. Okay. I think they have a map. Yep, they have a map here. So yeah, that is interesting. We, yeah, we need to see if this one's on Jesse's radar. There is also, right. while looking, <laughs> there is a northern county challenge, but it doesn't have as many favorite points. So it didn't. It didn't make the list. Uh, moving over to state number four is Michigan. 
And Max B is a great challenge placer. She uh, lives down in the southern part of the state again at 2011. 121 favorite points. This one I found way back in 2019. And it's another bingo. So here, one of the cool. categories is to move, not just discover. So you have to move 200 trackables. Uh, host a geocaching event. That's pretty easy. And rather than doing bingo, you have to do geocache with the number five. Oh, okay. Okay. With geocache <laughs> at the top. So G E O C A. And then she just adds the C H E for the last. But Great. finding caches on 30 consecutive days. So there's a little challenge. Find 20 or find a cache in 20 different states, find a cache in four different countries, uh, cache a distance of over 360 miles in one day. Again, not hard, but something you have to plan for mm -hmm. and something you have to make, make go. So that's Michigan's. And a pause real quick for a question. Yeah. Just finding our way asked, did you consider the ratio of challenge caches to total number of caches in the state? Sounds like your top three are also near or at the top of list for total number of caches. Ooh, I have not done that. Um, when I do the monthly stats, I use the challenge attribute and I search by state and let the number come up. But that would be an interesting thing if we took off the um, the challenge attribute to find out how many are in the state and then how many challenges it has and then the percentage of challenge. Just finding our way. Thank you. <laughs> You've given me something to look at. We'll see if we can bring that up next month. Hmm, challenge accepted. Very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Okay. So this one's in Minnesota. This one's kind of fun. I like this one. It's a 2013. It is um, kind of a bookkeeping one. And here you need to be, you're, you're building Noah's Ark. Mm -hmm. And I've actually Wait. found this one. I built Noah's Ark. <laughs> Have you? Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So you need to find caches that have animal names in it and you have to find you have to find 12 animals and of course you need two of each animal. So as their example shows um, they found two chickens and two horses. So I know that when I did this I found an eagle and a sparrow, the horse, dog, cat, bird, turkey, moose, Goldfinch, owl, and duck for my uh, goldfinch. That is so specific. <laughs> it, it was, but you know, yeah. it's an animal. Yeah, I've got I, a few I, of those. I've got. <laughs> hey, if it isn't, if it works, it works. I've got turtle, fox, a few of those, and you know, this is bookkeeping, and some people hate it. But you know what? On a winter day, on a rainy day, I kind of don't mind. I picked it. I went to my list of all caches found. I picked an animal out of my head and I searched by keyword to see if I could find more than one of them. And 
I had fun making this bookmark and then finding the cash. So yeah, I'm yeah, I, I do this. I did the same I would, thing. Would enjoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I know. I <clears throat> excuse me. I always kind of uh, question HQ on their on the challenges. I know why they did what they did, but in some cases, right. some of those were fun. And I guess the fact that they didn't just make them go away is a good thing because the bookkeeper ones like this one are still there. You can still find them. You just can't place a new one. So I'm right. okay with that, right. I guess. Mm -hmm. All right. We've only got a few more. Uh, but Arizona is our next stop. And Arizona, this one has 94 favorite points. And for this one... You have to find a cache in two different states and one country in the same day. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. So this could be, you know, U.S., Arizona, and Utah, and you make it. Uh, it could also be Canada and Ontario and British Columbia, if you were so inclined. Uh, although that's a big distance between them, then you could sign mm -hmm. this challenge. Um so interesting, interesting little yeah. challenge. I liked it. And speaking of Utah, Utah has a Jasmine challenge. It's mm -hmm. interesting that in the 10 that we're going to talk about, uh, there's three that cover the Jasmine challenge. And so again, it's as Jasmine would be finding a cache from May of 2000 all the way to what is now November of 2023. Yeah. This one's on my to-do list. I just never get that far south in Utah when I visit my parents. But someday, <laughs> I think my mom's listening. Someday we'll get down that far. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Wisconsin's Badger Challenge is the the top rated one in Wisconsin with only 71 favorite points. But this one is like the Texas County Challenge. There are 72 counties in Wisconsin and you need to find a cash in all 72. Yeah, so pretty popular theme, so I can see why it's the most favorited. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky is the next one on the list, and um, this is Kentucky's Jasmine. So, you know, complete your Jasmine. I guess you can complete it once, and then you go around the country and sign a lot of challenge cash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I seek them out because I qualify. Uh, and the final one is actually in your neck of the woods up in Oregon. Haven't done it yet. I really, really need to get to this Redmond Geo Trail. Um, I tend to spend the nice, um, good weather months going somewhere else. And, but someday I'm just going to have to commit to going to, going to Redmond area for this challenge. So but. this is, this is the bonus challenge for the challenge of the century, which as I remember when I looked this up, um, you have to find the challenges that have special tags in it. And then that gets okay. you the code to find this cache. Okay. So this is not, this, not so much a challenge of its own as much as to find all the other challenges. <laughs> and then you can find this. And one. then get this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it has 125 favorite points. So a lot of people like it. And it's been found 316 times. So that is what we compiled for tonight's show. Yeah. So hopefully you found it interesting. 
Um, hopefully you found something in it that appeals to you. And, uh, and maybe we'll see even more challenges uh, coming out in the near future. Yeah, and we have some older shows on such as making a challenge and then giving it a theme. You know, I think the more we see of that, you know, when people have a, a full experience, they are inclined to give it a favorite point. Maybe our audience can be the ones to hide really awesome new challenges that really gather those points. We'll see how, how that goes in the future. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if she was on the show or they, or they were on the show, but just finding our way, put this one that Redmond and Bend have some wonderful challenge groups. And, and we did put together a Google document that talks about geo art and power trails and stuff. So, um, just finding our way, check that out and see if these are on that list. And if they're not, let us know and we'll add them to that list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just as a note, um, some of Oops. those shows with some really good basic info for you, as well as this challenge trail document, we have those linked on, on every set of show notes. So, much, so no matter which show notes you go to since the time we talked about that, you'll be able to link to those lists. Cool. So I think it's time to play our game, the Wheel of yep. Challenges. Time for Wheel of Challenges. All right. Let me see so, if I can bring that up. I'll work on that while the you wheel work on that. And sure thing. One live viewer each month will be selected to face off against the wheel to have a chance to win the grand prize of a one-year membership on Project GC. We do ask that you limit yourself to three wins, but to enter, send an email, get your apps ready, this is right now, an email with the subject containing spin me followed by your geocaching username in brackets and answer the following question. The first verified user gets to face off against the wheel and your profile will be checked live on Project GC. And if you qualify, you will win. So. So the wheel is ready. Sure. Okay. Here's your question. Sorry. My eyes are darting everywhere. <laughs> Where yep. does the most favorited cash in the world reside? So I'll be watching our email for our first correct answer. I'm trying to think if I can remember the answer. Tim, I know we talked about a bunch it. of different countries. So Which one had countries. the most favorite points? So we talked about five countries. One of those countries, oh yeah, I remember now. Well, that's one of those easy. countries had the most favorite points. Let's see, watching the email. Okay, and our first correct answer comes from Annie and Steve, and the answer is Germany. All right. So, Annie and Steve, we are going to spin the wheel, open up that cache, and see if you qualify. All right, round and round. Let's see where we go. Is it going to be easy? Going to be hard? Uh, right in the middle. Three, three difficulty. GC5K FC 
Day Cash Hidden Place Challenge. And that reminds me, every cash we talked about tonight, we are going to have in the show notes with the GC code linked to that cash page so you can go back to all of those easily. Now, interesting. You don't see a checker? <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I don't see a checker, and I loaded the, the caching assistant. All right. Well, let's do a little song and dance then, Emily, while I do the manual. I'll, I'll, I got gotcha. you. I'll put it in the chat for you. I got gotcha. you. I'll find that. So what does this challenge say? Yeah, you read the challenge while I bring the checker up. Well, I can't I'm, I can't read that small. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry oh. about that. Okay. Well, and I'm not going to look either. I know all of these have checkers. What's going on? You know, the challenges of a live show. Right. What was the name of that cash again? This is called the Day Cash Hidden or Placed Challenge. So we can do this another way. Here you go. Maybe a quick tutorial that we could talk about later, how to find a checker that you need. Right. But uh, no, it's not going to be there. It's going to be here. And so I'm going to go get Annie and Steve's ID. I hope all the capitalization's in the right place. This one's an easy enough one to look at the profile stats. Come on. Come on, Project GC. Put We're in their profile. Use our eyes on our checker. <laughs> yep. Because this one's an easier one to look at. They've got 5,234 5, caches. They're caching since 2021, looks like, 2020. And as we continue to scroll to the calendars, there is the finds by hidden date. And I don't see any open squares. So they call it, you don't need any numbers. Oops, wrong one. Wrong screen. This. Any caches found because February 1 to 29th is not once you have the requirement. They qualify for this cash. All right. Congratulations. That was worth the wait. <laughs> congratulations. That was a long way to go for that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're uh, we're in for the the stats. We'll, we'll dig deep for what we want to find. So, oh, congratulations! <laughs> we'll get right. you that um, that uh, Project GC membership. Right. So, Andy, they need to uh, send in an email, right? Uh, yeah. No. Well, we got your name. We'll just get you that credit. Stay tuned. Oh, that's right. That's not the no. uh, that's not the next thing that I was thinking of. <laughs> not the next well, thing. The next. I thing moved on already. You know, heck that's with it. That's all right. <laughs> so this is for our physical prize. Every month we give a congratulatory shout out to listeners who email us proof of qualifying and logging a cat challenge cash since the last show. 
So remember to send us your submissions to challenge talk podcast at gmail.com um, with your information. We love to have uh, photos too, if you've got them and we'll pick a few to feature on our show. I know I'm, I'm slow. I'm slow. Getting it. Getting That's it all right. Tim's so, pulling up our first submission here. Yeah. So one of our, uh, one of the first ones to come in is a, one of the new ones in Michigan. This one came out in July of this year. So it's a new challenge that unfortunately a friend of mine turned me on to. And I turned on the rest of my group to this. So it's starting to make its way around, but it is a. <laughs> so now everyone's challenge. obsessed. <laughs> we are. So this is to find a fizzy. Ideally, you find it every month for 12 months. But this particular cash owner said, well, you only need to get one month. I don't care what month, but one month of a fizzy challenge. And this one is an 87 on the difficulty yeah, scale. So that not a lot of people in not a lot of countries qualify for this. And I think in the Northern hemisphere here, maybe the Northern part of the Northern hemisphere, it's even harder because we need to find these one fives, two fives, three fives in January and February when trees are not really fun to climb in the snow and ice and, and the rivers are frozen over somewhat. So not it's a tough challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so this one was sent in by Fly Guys. Fly Guys Gallon. Oh, actually, I'm listed in here. I didn't realize this. Recently, Merlin 1392 got me tangled up in a 12-month fizzy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and voila, here's the baby steps. You know, <laughs> got to get the first month before you can get to 12 months. Very good. Very good. Your turn. Okay. Well, this one was sent in by Bloody Cool. This is GC54YQZ, the reviewer's challenge. It's a difficulty of 16, and it's to find 40 caches published by 40 different reviewers. So um, pretty easy with a checker. And, you know, if you do any amount of traveling, that could be um, real quick and easy for you. But yeah, very good. Yeah, this one this one's a score of 16 on that on that mm -hmm. chart. Uh, next one up is submitted by Dune Buddy. And this one is GCA6N76. It's the MICA level Earth Cache challenge. And if you're not familiar, the Geological Society of America is the one that works on Earth caches and they have two different ways that you can play their game. One is a hider and one is a seeker. And so you can be an earth cache master at different levels for finding and hiding earth caches or um, simply by finding, in this case, a hundred earth caches, you qualify for this challenge. And yeah. I know yeah. that there's one in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that is to find 500 earth caches. And I'm currently two away from that one. So <gasps> just two away. Just wow. Two. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be good. I'm still working on getting to 250 for the garnet level. Ah, 
forget what the level is for the next one up, but yeah, you go from the 250 to the 500. You're up. Or maybe not. Uh oh, I think Emily froze up again. So I'll wait for her to come back. So the next one is an iconic year. This was sent in by the Twonky. And it's another 2023 cache that came out on the Trail of Terror. And this one is in our list. And the Trail of Terror was designed to be a power trail of challenges, which are a little harder than some of the other ones. So this is okay. a 74 on the challenge meter. And you need to have found at least 45 of the eight basic cache types, the traditional multi-unknown, earth cache virtual, where I go, and letterbox. Oh, and event. So the, you need to come accumulate a fair number of a diversity challenges, and they all have to be done within one year. They all have to be done within one year. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm working on one that I know is going to take me several years. I would have <laughs> to move to achieve this challenge. <laughs> All right. And well, now that you're back, welcome back. Now that I'm uh, back, <laughs> let's talk about the next one. Go for, go for this one. All right. This is GC33G8G by Kitty, or submitted by Kitty Cash. This is going for the gold, a challenge to you all. And you are to complete a quest from each ring of Olympic colors, an image that is on the cash page. I thought this was a really neat image. So it might be kind of hard to see there, but each one of those images has options for what to complete. So you take your pick and pick five options to consider this challenge accomplished. So a fun one, not anything that could be done today, but very fun nonetheless. Yeah, it's a, it's again, a, this one is back to kind of a bookkeeping cache, mm -hmm. um, you know, because you need to, you need to figure out which of the ones you want to get. Um, and one of, I know one in the, in the green rings is to get five FTFs. Well, oh, yeah. FTFs really are not a, it's not a thing. So yeah. <laughs> not an official statistic. Correct. So kind of fun. I like, I like this one. I liked it too. Uh, the next one comes in from, okay. And this one's going to be really fun to say. <laughs> that's the fodder schoolie. There you go. I think you got that's, it. I think but I what do it. I know? <laughs> I know it. Uh, we looked this one up early, and it looks like it is the grandfather hide is the person that sent this one in, also known That's as awesome. Gary. Mm -hmm. uh, a difficulty forty-two, as he said in his search. This one is to collect a hundred thousand favor points. So where earlier we talked about, you know, Germany having 32, you need 100,000 now. Now you're not limited by the number of caches that it takes to get there. So probably uh, easier, but yet difficulty. Okay, 42. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, difficulty 42. Not bad. A four and a half on the DT score. Um, uh, Gary told us he's, he, uh, he used 988 to get there. 
okay. to get to a hundred thousand. So I guess part of the challenge when you get to the hundred thousand is to see how many caches you would do it in. Very fun. And then we also have a great challenge, level three, two miles high. This is GC6R4BZ, submitted by 614 Buckeye. This is a difficulty of 68. And this is to find a cache two miles high in elevation. And so um, he sent in some pictures. This is him. And uh, a qualifying cache, he said, my wife and I went to Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado in August, which made this challenge super easy. There's lots of virtuals and earth caches above the two-mile my two mile mark in the park, including an earth cache hid by Memphis Mafia. They even have the highest elevation visitor center of any U.S. national park at 11,796 feet. And he qualified with this um, or with cache Alpine Ridge Trail, a.k.a. Huffers Hill, <laughs> a virtual right next to the visitor center. You climb a staircase a little over 200 feet to a point that's 12,005 feet elevation. He said, boy, that was tiring. That altitude was no joke, but these elk made it look effortless. <laughs> and he sent in a picture of those elk just casually resting at that yeah, that's high a, that's elevation. Yeah, that's a fun park. Um, yeah, I've, been, I've been to the park and, and it's awesome. Now, two miles sounds easy, but the other way to look at it is oh. you need 10,560 <laughs> feet of elevation mm -hmm. or 3,218.668 meters yeah. for those of our, uh, our, our non-U.S. friends. <laughs> So those are the those are the challenges that we picked out this month. That challenge particular is in West Virginia. So even though you got to go to Colorado, or Colorado's the easiest place, West Virginia is saying go. Have I don't know Colorado. if you can complete that challenge in West Virginia. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and we do want to thank um, everyone who submitted their challenge finds, even if we can't read them all. So that also includes challenges submitted by Rody Guy and Acorn Mama. And remember, there's lots of opportunities opportunities to win, but you can only win if you participate or submit your challenges. So remember to enter for next month, send in an email before the next show for the challenges you found between now and then. And congratulations to this month's winner. Uh, Tim, you got this down. You might as well do it. Bedstafada school day. Very good. Or Thank Gary. You, Tim. Or Gary. Congratulations <laughs> to Gary. <laughs> All right. So thank you everyone for joining us. Um, remember that the next show is the second Tuesday of December. I know the date now, December 12th. And show notes will be posted shortly after the show airs in the video description and in the podcast show notes. Yeah. So remember, we're now on the second Tuesday of the month. Hopefully everybody remembered this month. Please share it. Share it with friends that we've moved. Um, December 12th is the next show. And to end up, this month's quote, which I like to do each month, comes from Irish MMA and professional boxer Conor McGregor. Now, what does a boxer have to do with challenges? He said, I enjoy competition. I enjoy the challenge. If a challenge is in front of me and it appeals to me, I will go ahead and conquer it. So 
you know, I'm going to, for Trisha, TWH Rider, not going to win any challenge because uh, she's only got 26 Earth Caches. Challenge is out there for you. Accept it. Accept yeah. it. Go for That's it. Right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for supporting the Geocache Talk Network. Thank you for joining us on December 2nd for the podcast of Hope. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And remember, it's not about the numbers. It's about the challenge. Challenge accepted. Good night, Good night everybody. <laughs>